Hello, friend. So nice to welcome you to an important discussion on training, a special live event from Vision 2020. I so love being in the face-to-face studio doing town halls and all the interviews that I've done. It's a passion of mine to be live. Hey, if you need to be convinced to pay for your technician training, well, you've come to the perfect episode. I talked to somebody earlier and it just absolutely floored them what I spent on training last year. I spent $90,000 on training last year. Welcome, automotive aftermarketers, to a Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Welcome, welcome, Carm Capriato, the Automotive Aftermarket Podcast Guy. Hey, always keeping you in mind as we search for great guests and topics to help you on your success ladder. Hey, think about this for just a moment. It just may be time to transform your shop with the only shop management system that will give you more profit and more time. Now, I bet you've been thinking about an upgrade right now. I'm hearing from more people who have made the decision to go to Shopware. Find out how shops using Shopware are driving up their profit with more efficient staff and happier customers. Wow. Visit shop-ware.com for a free demo. Hey, welcome to the cool place where the uptake is bright and brilliant and the discussions are captivating and wise. The Aftermarket's premier podcast, always free and on demand and open 24 hours a day. Hey, please, when you have a chance, visit the Remarkable Results of Biz website and scour the resources. Our books page, the keyword page that helps you focus on specific topics are all there. We've got the AMI page and all 745 plus episodes segmented for you. There's also the listen page that shows you how you can get your mobile listening app for all three shows. My guests today are Tyler Hubbard, owner of I-70 Auto Service in Kansas City, Missouri, Keith Williamson from Williamson's Repair and Tire in Bondurant, Iowa, and John Long is here, partner in Shirts Auto Service, Shirts Texas. Now, you're going to hear that Tyler, Keith, and John are aligned as to why they pay for training. And as I asked many Texan shop owners while at Vision 2020, there was a huge growth I felt in the number of shops that closed and brought their entire team to Vision 2020. Learn how they manage their training classes here at Vision from this episode. Now, we get into details. Uh, Listen to John tell you that he spends 3% of sales on training. And last year, for him, that was $90,000. So think about having a $750,000 shop and keeping with the 3% of sales. That would be $22,500 investment in training in your people, your productivity, happier customers, team retention, and being able to take on just about any job that comes in the door is an outcome. Hey, training should be one of the largest investments in your shop. Catch the fever. We got a great topic, a topic, you know, that I think is near and dear to my heart. And we're hopefully going to come out and and change your thinking, um, maybe your paradigm on why we should be paying for technician training. Hey, who's with me is Keith Williamson from Williamson's Repair and Tire in Bondurant, Iowa. Say hi. Hi. Yeah, because your names aren't up on the screen, so the people are going to have to figure out who you all are. John Long is here, partner in Shirts Auto Service in Shirts, Texas. Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. Good to have you here. I got a Shirts t-shirt the other day. It was It's really cool. I love it. And Tyler Hubbard's here, owner of I-70 Auto Service, Kansas City, Missouri. Hometown boy. Hometown boy. Right Good, here. Boy. Good to have you here. 
So here's my observation world is as I've met so many great people, a lot of new friends here, and uh, I don't mind stopping technicians and anybody that I meet, shake their hand, say hi. It's not about the show, but I really want to know what's going on with them. How did they get here? Did they pay for the training? Did they open or close their shop? And as I was telling Keith off mic, and I, I've told previous episodes that we've been recording here, there's an unbelievable shift in technicians that are being uh, paid not only their wage for being here, but for all the training and for shops that close. And, and then I ask the, you know, the right question next, guys. So what about the revenue? Carm, we're not worried about it. We're going to make it up. It's, you know, it's part of the investment that we make in training. So there's the worry warts out there that say, I can't do this. And then there's people that have just decided I'm doing this. So uh, thanks for coming here and to talk about paying for technician training. And I hope we accomplish here, everyone, is that we talk about some hows. How should we do this in the mindset of this? Uh, John, you've, uh, you've done this in the past. And uh, tell me why you're so passionate about it. Uh, you know, you just got to grow your own people. Everybody's got to grow. Um, you've, I just love growing people. You know, that's, that's what I'm passionate about. You know, I was talking to Keith earlier about, you know, uh, you know, he, he was possibly thinking of opening up a second location. He's not sure about it. And I said, no, we're, this is what we're doing. I'm doing that because I want to grow people. I want to help people and grow them in our industry um, and just kind of you know, do the right thing for them. So, so growing, growing them is, is that like a strategic initiative for you to be sure that these, these techs stay on the cutting edge? Oh yes, definitely. You know, I'm constantly looking. What's the benefit? Benefit is for all of us. It's the right answer, but even more, uh, I'll bet you you're more profitable. I bet mm -hmm. you you're more yeah. efficient from all of this, right? For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We definitely and, are. And, and why doesn't the industry get that? I'm not sure. Cause they're not here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Holy cripe, that's the answer. Uh, episode over. Yeah. Let's go home. There we go. You know, like I said, it's, it's the benefit for all of us. You know, rising tide will raise all ships. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know? Keith, um, you're, you're not far away in Bondurant. A couple hours? Yeah, two and a half hours, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever brought the entire team over? Oh, I don't, every year. Yeah. They're here. Yep, they're here. Are you closed? We are not closed this year because one of my advisors had a family problem that she... She is the single mom now. Yeah. So she is not able to leave her kids and sure. come down for the whole weekend. Okay. So she stayed open? Um, so she stayed there. And then, and then I have a apprentice that is doing oil changes, tire okay. repairs, right. tire mounting. So the like lights that. are so, on, but there's no big, big yeah, numbers being no, done. Yeah. All there's right. nothing really being done. So. And so if anyone calls it, you know, you know what? I, I have heard, Tyler, and I'm not sure if, if you've heard this, but people that plan to take close down and take their entire shop, they promote this to their customers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, one of the yeah. reasons you come here and we do such good work, cutting edge, always on time and under budget, whatever. Yep. We we take people to training. So this is that time of the year that we, we close and we go. We, for lack of a better term, pulled the Band-Aid three or four years ago. Um, and yeah, it's I promote it. I promote it to my customers. I promote it on Facebook. I tell everybody we're closing every year. And it's just due to the fact that like, we want to provide the best possible customer service and the best way to do this is to go get trained and stay up on technology there's just there's no way around it 
So you, you've looked at the schedule that's going on here at Vision. By the way, one of the premier events in the entire U.S., thousands and thousands and thousands of people here, some of the best trainers in the entire world, big expo about ready to open so everybody can see, feel, and touch all the new tech and, and visit with uh, all these great companies that support Vision. Did you go to the bar last night, John? Uh, unfortunately so, yes. I was there a little bit too late. <laughs> but rumor has it that that is the best networking experience it, you could have. It is. Oh, it is by far. And, and, and there's people that there with Cokes and Waters because, mm -hmm. you know, they don't yeah. drink. But but that's where so much action is. That's where people get to lifelong friends. Exactly. So, I had a guy that had a, a one of my technicians had a birthday. And John and everybody there sang happy birthday to my tech at the bar. I mean, everybody that was there saying happy birthday. Tyler, um, you grew up with Joe Sievert. Everyone, everyone knows Joe. Correct. Joe's always had that high training culture thing going on. Yeah, I mean, it's something I picked up on um, from him. Um, and I think it goes back to what was discussed first is like, I'm in the business of making people successful. And I want, I want my staff to be successful. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is to to take them and give them opportunities to get better and pay for them to get better and pay for them to train. I want everybody at my shop to be successful. If they're all successful, then everybody, the, the shop will be too. I mean, I think what we talked about first, like you said, case closed, closed down the podcast. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're done. Just get yeah. here or get to your local regional training. Hey, Carm here, and I bet you think of your shop management system every day and wonder if it's time to make an important change, a change to a modern, efficient, and powerful system. Now, instead of thinking about your old system, I want you to consider Shopware, a comprehensive cloud-powered shop management system that gives your customers an end-to-end -end digital experience that will help you sell more services while making your customers happier. And who doesn't want happier customers? In a study of work orders written and shared on Shopware, sharing the digital work order with your customer generated a 12% increase in their likelihood to buy. Now, that translates to additional sales in your business. And with Shopware's proprietary parts GP optimizer, you can boost your parts margin with the click of a button and leave behind the pain of managing an old parts matrix. Put solid gross margin dollars back in your business because Shopware puts huge computing power into making you successful. Now it's time. Make the switch to Shopware. Get a free live demonstration at shop-ware.com and find out how you can make more money from happier customers. There's been a frustration, Keith, that a lot of trainers have by investing their time. I mean, obviously, trainers get paid to do what they do, and rightfully so. They're probably underpaid to do what they do. They've got to write the class. They have to prove the class, and especially the technology ones with case studies and stuff. They put a ton of work, a lot of shoulder into what they do. Rightfully so, they, they, they get paid for what they do. They come here, and of course, if it's good, there's the form that says the trainer was good. I mean, you always have a chance to give your own input. For sure. If, if not, they wouldn't be back. Yeah. If you look at the schedule and see the amount of, of training, and, you know, I, I look at some of the trainers, in my mind, you know, they're celebrities, they're superstars in our yeah. industry. They're so good at what they do. And people walk away uh, with with great training. Guys, do you have anybody here with you? Besides, yes. Just you? All right. Nope, you have, nope. I've got four other people here with four me. Four other people. How many you got here, Keith? I've got four others as well. Tyler? Entire staff. Okay. And how many is that? Uh, three in total. Okay, three. How, what's your post-education 
follow up. I would hope that you all don't go to the same class. No. no. Okay. Do you go back and then find some lunch and learns and each shares with each other what they learned or at least give, a, give an overview? We just talked about that last night. Um, we always have a weekly meeting every week. Um, I buy lunch for everybody. We have an hour meeting. We actually lock the door so we don't get bothered. Okay. Um, customers just know it. And uh, I talk to everybody about let's let's bring something that you like the most from vision. What did you learn? What was the best thing that that take away from vision? How do we implement? You know, let's let's have a discussion about that. Maybe this meeting needs to be two hours instead of an hour because I know it's going to get in depth. Yeah, we do something very similar, you, you know, with that. You know, I always cook lunches on Wednesdays as it is anyway. So we'll probably do some talking in there. But, you know, while we're here every morning, I'm, I'm having breakfast with this with everybody else that's here, my teammates. And we're talking about what they're going to go to today. Um, and then, you know, like last night, you know, just like Keith, you know, we're I was we had dinner and we're talking about okay, what was the one thing that you took away from each class today? Give me one thing. I can't imagine the strength of the bonding of the team. Oh, you know, that's what it's about. Yeah, it's all about the, yeah. the you know the friendships that you, you you think you know each other until you go to a conference, and yeah. then people start mm-hmm. talking about things that they would normally not talk yeah, about. Exactly, and yeah. you find out, and you 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 end up probably loving them more and respecting them more, and realize that they've walked the same path you have, mm-hmm. and and that you know if the culture's right in the business. Uh, you're actually watering that culture. Exactly. No, absolutely. We had that same talk on Wednesday, you know, Hey, let's everybody go. Let's everybody enjoy. I'm excited for everybody to go get better, um, go to classes, but let's, let's have this thought in mind that our weekly meetings on Thursday. So next Thursday, we're going to talk about it. And the other thing too, is I have an immense appreciation for my employees wanting to come to this. The thing I said earlier is that if someone went to a, a GDI class and someone else didn't, and even if someone did a year before and there's a new and different trainer, is there all kinds of value for giving that person one hour to you know, roll up their sleeves and let me, let me share with you the things that I learned, what I wrote in the margins, okay, sure. and a case study or two that, that was referenced to me so that everyone learns. And maybe, just maybe, for that year is that tech becomes the expert, quote, unquote, the go-to guy in the shop. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. I've got one technician that all, all the classes he's taken is ADOS classes while he's here. Okay. That's all he's taken. So he's going to be our go-to guy for the next year about anything with that. So all the other techs are going to go up to him and ask him questions. I'm going to ask him questions. Our advisors are going to ask him questions. He is the man. Smart. One thing that we started doing, uh, I got this idea from Seth Thorson. Uh, he's a, a great Euro um, oh, yeah. guy from Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, we started doing uh, lunch and learns where the techs each have to give a, uh, a five to 10 minute um, speech about how to do something new. You know, what they've learned, um, some new technologies, things like that. It's great for developing your people as leaders, mm-hmm. which we all want to do. If they if they're totally scared of talking, it's it's you know it's really five or six of us in a room. I mean, we work together every day. It, it's not the same thing as standing up in front of three thousand people. So I've not had any kickback on that. It's been an awesome awesome deal. No kickback, but anybody ever come up to you and say, "I'm out of my comfort zone, uh, Keith," but but I'm good with this. This is really helping me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have. They've said that that don't. Don't sign me up to to stand up in front of a class, but I'm good with this at, at lunchtime. So. With our friends, our buddies, yeah, yeah. we're here. Larry made a comment on Zoom here that he says, vision is great, training is great, but if we don't test, 
Are we really investing right? What do you guys think of that? What I mentioned earlier, you know, we're in the evening. I'm going with talking about them. Give me one thing that you you okay. learned today. So the testing so, part is 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 regurgitate for me what you learned. And, and what there's one other thing that I thought of since we don't have we wouldn't have a formal test. But what if okay on the wall is the the tech and the classes right there. It, it's for public to see. It's never going to go away for one year. There they are. During the year when anything that I took, I was able to actually almost, oh, case study, I remember learning that. <laughs> Shouldn't that be, I mean, if, there, if there's a testing piece, is that we should always be looking for how to apply in the business the things that we learned. For sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of our culture. Um, I tell the guys all the time, if you see something that is unique to you or something you learned in a class, I'll stop production of everybody else, bring them over, take five minutes, show them that. I mean, that's, that's how we grow. That's how, I mean, that's what makes this training so valuable. So I'm a naysayer. Keith, you're crazy. Close pay for all that training. Yeah. I mean, last year I experienced this in person. Um, a tech from Canada was down here and, uh, he had paid for his own training, his own hotel, and his own flight down from Canada to come to Vision. He had heard it was great. He wanted to come. There's a shop owner that ended up on the same flight that was in the same town of him as his. And uh, we got to talking afterwards. And and the shop owner ended up hiring this technician because he had all of his crew there and he paid for the whole thing. You know, so this this guy that didn't want to pay for training ended up losing a great technician. That it was the technician that we're all looking for that wants to go training. He wants to get better. But the shop owner wasn't willing to pay for it. You know, well, that won't happen to me. I'm sorry. I'm going to be the naysayer here. Tyler, convince me. If, if I train them, they leave. Once again, I go back to the, one of the very first things we talked about is I want people to be successful. And I want to treat them well enough that they're, that they're never going to want to leave me. But I want to train them good enough that, they are, that they're capable of leaving me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we all want. We, we all want success for everybody in our shop. Give me an idea. What did you spend, John? I mean, come oh, on. I don't have that kind of money. I mean, you start looking at revenue, too. Yeah, it, it pays for itself. What do you it mean? It pays for itself I, I over spent, time. I bet you spent five grand. Oh, you okay. better up it a little. Yeah. <laughs> but, All right. I bet you spent eight grand. <laughs> you can't be afraid to pay for that training. You know, what happens when you don't pay for that training? Yeah. yeah. What happens? All right. The, the, the tech stays, and he's not learning and growing? You, you guys haven't convinced me. How many enough. mistakes is I the mean, tech going to pay? Uh, now we're getting into if it. If he's now, not let's, here. Let's get into it. Let's, let's How get, much is that mistake going to cost yeah, you? Yeah. I okay, mean, do you track does, your comebacks? You, you know, exactly. is, it, is it because of the lack of training, uh, poor processes? You learn about processes here. I know that. Oh, no, for sure. sure. You got new systems. technology that's coming out all the time. Yeah. If, if you don't send your tech the training, how's he going to know what to do with that vehicle when it comes in? Yeah, and you just yeah. talked about the GDI example. Like, we went to a class and learned about GDI. So instead of that taking that technician two or three hours to figure out that problem. It took him 45 minutes. Yeah. Or he'll come up to you and say, Hey, I can't work on this car. We got to send it someplace else. Yeah. That's that's lost. Time is money, productivity, production, all that stuff. Right. Isn't it at the end of the day about happy customers? The reason that they come is because you do the job, you do it on time, you do it right. That's, that's number one in our shop. Customers are why we're in business. They're they're what keeps us in business and us providing the best possible because possible customer service we can is the best thing that we can do for them. My technician's not going to training and not staying on top of technology. I'm not going to be able to do that. 
the thing we need to remember is we're not in the auto repair business. We're in the people business. Yeah. As long as you remember that, you treat people right, you fix what their, their issues are, uh, they're going to come back to you. So let me throw something at you. You, you partially nailed my, my, my answer, and, and thank you for that. Just before you guys got in here, I, I finished an episode that we recorded with Jeremy O'Neill and Chris Collins. And Chris said, the advantage you create is you create the advantage. The advantage you create in your business so if I said, why would you pay for training? You'd say, I'm gaining a competitive advantage on hiring, retention, customer service, trust, quality. Wouldn't that be the reason that you invest in your people? And again, I say the word invest. You would say, Carm, what do you mean? You're, you're, you keep talking about spending and all this money. And so if you're ready to buy that new fangled balancer for seven grand, you wouldn't invest seven grand in your people. For sure. Your, your people better know how to use that yeah. new equipment that you buy. And they're not, they're not going to know that if you don't go to training. Right. Got it. Oh, boy. Um, I wish there just was some magic pixie dust we could throw up over this <laughs> great industry of ours and have all of it work. Guys, uh, is the enemy inside of your own business you? It absolutely can be. It, it can be. And it yeah. typically is. Yeah. How do we relate that to training? I think the hardest, I mean, I heard it this morning in a class, uh, the hardest, the hardest thing to change is the seven inches in between your ears. Yeah. And, uh, you know, once you, once you go to enough classes, you start looking at yourself differently. You start looking at the things that you do differently. Hopefully you get to the point where you can self-assess and say, Hey, I'm, I've got a weakness in this area. I really need to up my game here. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to help your, your culture. That's going to help your team. It's going to, your team's going to see you growing. So they're going to want to grow. I mean, it's, it's just a full circle. So you, you guys are all shop owners. Uh, and let me, let me throw the word budgeting at you. Okay. If you're not budgeting, you're wrong in everything that you do as a business person because the cash that's left is the lifeblood of new equipment growth, salaries, all that stuff. What's what's left at the bottom is where all that stuff comes out of, debt service and all that stuff. And so if if I wanted to make sure that there was 5%, 10%, 15%, 20% left on the bottom line, I would want to be a better budgeter. And yes. in that expense category that we think is a cost and not an investment is training. Any of you guys have an idea of what percent of sales we should invest in training? You know, I've heard as some other shops are doing as much as five, seven percent. You know, I'm at three percent, and I think that's a little bit low. I think we need to raise it. But when you look at it, you know, I'm going to throw a number out there that I talked to somebody earlier, and it just absolutely floored them what I spent on training last year. I spent ninety thousand dollars on training last year, and that just floored another shop owner that I was talking to. But that was only three percent. Did he call you nuts, or did you change his thinking? I thought I, I think I changed his thinking because you have to invest in these people. These techs are getting older; they're not growing on trees. You have to build up new people and get them in there, and that's that's going to cost money to build all these tech, you know, young guys up into a techs. That's all what we all want. Do your techs want to be trained? Yes, yes, very badly they do. Yeah. They um, all want to get better. If you have a tech that doesn't want to attend training. That's a tech that you need to get rid of. Yep. I mean, that if they're, if they're not wanting to go, if they're not wanting to learn, then they're falling by the wayside. That's, that just, that can't happen. Training. 
okay, we're talking only technician training here. It's not only techs. It's, yeah. it's visors. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, the Thank whole you. entire shop. That's where yeah. I was going. Us included. That's where I was going with yeah. CEO training, yeah. advisor training, yeah, and technician absolutely. training. Please don't think this is all about the No, 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 no. Right. It's For not. sure. You know, part of that money that the, of our budget of 3% is, you know, my training as an owner, our service advisors training, everybody. It's just not the technicians. You have to train everybody in your business. And I think more technician when I come here, I guess, because... Uh, we have advisor training on an ongoing basis. Every week, they're getting training. Every month, I'm getting training from my coach. I have a business coach, um, like most of us here probably do. Yeah. So I think more, you know, the technicians don't get that opportunity maybe as much as the rest of the crew. But we have to make sure we're nurturing that. I mean, I think it creates a, a positive environment when everybody is involved in training. It's not just technicians and it's not just service advisors. It's even us as owners. Yep. It shows the importance that the value that we put on it. And I think exactly. that's huge for the culture of your shop. Do you guys keep training resumes on your people? Oh, yeah. yes. I keep a track of how many hours I require them to take a, a set amount of hours a year. And I keep track of that. If yep. they don't take it, they know they're not going to be employed there next year. So, yeah, I, I mean, do the same thing. I, yeah, I've got a, a, a Google Doc that I keep and it's updated every quarter. They have to have a minimum of 10 hours minimum of 10 hours and that they also get you know part of their year-end profit sharing is based on the amount of training they do the more training they do yep. the more money i'm going to give them at the that's a groundswell yep. i want to let you know that I, we did an inter- episode with bill hill uh, he did a for the record with us and he he ranted in early december uh, about the fact that it's it's that time of the year. I stopped the turkeys at Thanksgiving, and I put in the incentive for the number of hours. And he's got this really cool formula on how, on how he does it. Please go back uh, for the record, Bill Hill. Just go to my site. Maybe I'll I I'm not, can't look it up right now, but that seems to be the norm. Okay, I pay him a living wage. I pay for all that training. I you, you pay for all that training, and then you put a bonus on top of it. Are you guys nuts? No. Not at all. I do it every day. Yep. I I gladly write that check at the end of the year, and I want it to be a large check, just because yep. then I know they've grown, yep. and our business grows with them. So you look at the ninety grand that you spent last year, or you will spend this year on training. Is it a number that you you love? I mean, do you say, well, we should spend more money, or can I cut that budget? It's it's part of your business fabric. Yeah, for me, that's a that's a hard line number. That's not a number that I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut something else if I have to cut something. That training is a hard line number that will not go away that's, for us. Anymore. That training relates to your sales. I mean, if you're not paying for that training, your sales are going to fall. So then that's going to be a bigger percentage of yep. of. You know, that 90,000 is going to be a lot bigger percentage than 3% yeah. if, if you're So your don't. minimum requirements are 40 a year. What mm-hmm. about what about yourself? Do you put any CEO requirements on you? Uh, there's no specific requirement on myself. Okay. It's just that I know that I'm going to go to training. And then I know that I'm going to go to as much as I can. If I came to you and said, I want to go to an Excel class, would you pay for that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I want to go learn how to run windows 10. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a class and actually it's free at the Microsoft store. Can I have the time off? Yep. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's all, I think it's all evaluating how it's going to benefit the employee and your, and also your business. Um, I'm not looking to cut it, cutting the budget. I'm, I might be looking to, Hey, this didn't end up being what we thought it was or the benefit we got out of it. So let's look into something else. 
Uh, I got it. Exactly. Not all training is good training. No, exactly. that, that's no, what you're absolutely. saying. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, and maybe the class I went to really benefited me, but Keith didn't get a whole lot from it. So he's going to try something different that, that benefits him. Right. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, because we're probably all on a different, yeah. uh, different path or a different area in our path. Right. I mean, we're all on the same basic path, but maybe I'm not as far along as, as John is or, or Tyler or whatever, you know. And I think that goes back to also, you know, the, the training that your advisors go to or your techs go to is having that debrief. What did you get out of the class? I didn't really get out of anything of it. Okay. Well, let's not do that one again. You know, so that's part of that debriefing process that you have to have with whoever you send to training. No, I think that's huge. I mean, I think both the positives from training and and also the negatives, negatives. every class isn't going to hit and make sure the negatives that you're, you're filling out the request forms, you're filling out all that at the end of the class. If you didn't like the trainer say something so that they're not back next year. Hey, I I so love where this is going. And, and, and and if you're listening out there and you're hovering and you're not investing, I hope we've done a good enough job to explain to you that, you know, training is as important as uh, paying the nine forty ones every quarter to, to the, to the government. How are we going to do this? Okay, uh, I'm. You convinced me. My budget's where it is. I'm not making a ton of money. You know, I'm. I'm not sure where I'm going to really get the cash, move things around. You know, the decks on the Titanic type of thing to, uh, to to find the funds, but to engage my people, ask them what they need, do the surveys. You know, inside the staff, what are we struggling with? What would you love if you had any class to go to? What would it be? Thing, and okay, now I've got the idea of what I need to do for my team from their perspective. What I hear in the industry, how am I going to pay for this thing? Let, let's well, talk about let's talk about some creative ways. I think a very simple one that we all do is we all have a pile of of brake calipers sitting outside of our shop, right? Converters and mufflers yeah, yeah. and whatever yeah, else, yeah, yeah. you know, scrap metal might be there. Start using that money for training. I mean, yeah. you get money yeah. for that. Um, whether you take it in or, you know, in my case, I have a guy come in every every month and picks that up, that up keeps all of our scrap area clean, and he gives me half of that money. He, he gets enough more out of it than I do. If I took it in, it's not worth my time. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That money I put in a little envelope, and me and the missus, we go away for a long weekend. No. No, save that for training. Yeah. You can absolutely, yeah. Pay, pay for training. You can go on a lot better vacations. Or, or buy your team lunch <laughs> and have training. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Oh it's my a nail God. right on the head. You're not, you're not, you're not going on the right vacations oh if you're paying it for scrap money. God. Yeah. Oh, that is just fabulous. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Any, any way you can pay for it, pay for it. It's going, it's going to pay for itself. There's, there's plenty of parts rebates programs yeah. out there. I know Motocraft has one, AC Delco. Nissan actually just started doing a parts rebate program where you sign up and then your dealers report what you're buying and then they'll send you a credit card in the mail. No kidding. Yep. I, I just saw guys, he pulled, he pulled his, his credit card out that's loaded each and every yep. month from some places that mm-hmm. they do business with. And he goes, this is my this is my training card. This is how I pay for training for the team. So I don't necessarily use mine for training. I use it for the the other expenses, the meals. I take everybody out every night for a meal. We all get together, um, drinks at the bar or whatever that case may be. That's what my you know AC Delco cards are used for. Yeah, and that's still part of the whole thing. That you exactly that's still part of everything. Yeah, I mean the other thing too is I mean look into your suppliers. I mean I know Napa's got good training plan or training programs that we go to. Um, there's a lot of different places you can get training from. So local or national, guys. I mean everything you can get, everything, all of it. 
I've seen some of the same classes that, I mean, CTI is big in our area, uh, CarQuest Technical Institute, and I've seen some of the same classes there and the same instructors that I've seen down here at Vision. So yeah. not saying you have to come here for it. Oh, no. There's yeah, there's absolutely. places to find it. Oh, no, there's not I mean, a second string anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the first string comes to your city. The first string mm-hmm. comes here, goes to APEC. They're all first stringers. Yeah. I, I, I know this for a fact. They wouldn't be training for these big companies if they weren't first stringers for sure for sure and look look within your own staff i mean my lead technician michael chilcutt i can have him come in on a saturday and train a new guy on a pico scope i mean he is an amazing individual that works for me and he's a self-trainer that's within my staff he he knows how to use the equipment i have and it's not that big of a deal for me to pay him a couple hours and the guys to come in a couple hours and them to have the shop to themselves on a saturday and learn how to use some of the equipment. National training, local training, in-house, in-house training. training. Yes. I have the same thing. I have an yeah. ATEC that's great with uh, all, all things electrical and digital. And he will he will sit down and, and speak in words that I couldn't begin to think of at, you know, at their level. Um, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. So, and I pay him for that. We're in the people business. Yeah, exactly. Did we miss anything here in, in this discussion? Not going on vacations with scrap money. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need a better vacation. Oh, yeah. That's, that's really good. Uh, maybe it was a poor analogy, but I don't think oh, I was too far off. No, that was I, awesome. I don't think I was too far off because it's, it, I was getting into a subject earlier, you know, with the coaches this morning about reporting and stealing cash from the business and the fact that you don't think the IRS knows that stuff, you know, with their $17 billion computer system. Yeah. They'll, they'll get you one day and, and all that stuff. And, you know, for insurance reasons, legitimizing your revenue and having it all be there. And, you know, if you're going to be a professional in our industry you don't cheat the system no no for sure no don't cheat the system but you can take the scrap money and throw it on a throw it on a debit card and use that for training uh, parts rebates that you're getting exactly. yeah okay it may be figured into the margin that you're making on parts but who says you can't slice off in your budget sheet a couple percent of that money that comes in or Build it into your labor rate. Yeah. Or build a couple extra dollars in your labor absolutely. rate. Or, or a, a training fee on every ticket. Multitude of ways so you can I, do it. So I end up, this is the coolest thing. Uh, you end up getting into a calculator with your coach based on what your net profit needs to be and your productivity and your efficiencies, your pay efficiency, and you set your labor rate. And then you go out, then you say plus two or plus $1.95 or whatever that number is. Yeah. And every time you know that you're booking an hour of labor, you know that you're funding your training. And it's so, exactly. it's so minimal. I mean, like you said, like a dollar ninety five. Yeah, that is going to pay for training. I mean, no one's going to notice that. No, not one no. single customer will no, notice that. No one is going to say, no, you're not doing my breaks. It's I can get it $2 cheaper down the street. No, one, you're no right. one's saying that. The reason we're $2 more is because we take our, our technicians to training yeah, and our advisors exactly. to training. So, Well, this was great. Thank you for being on our live show out of Vision 2020 here for the Town Hall Academy. Uh, week number 162. Oh, my. Keith Williamson from Williamson's Repair and Tire in Bondurant, Iowa, and John Long, partner in Shirts Auto Service, Shirts Texas. Your partner has been hovering over us and, you know, <laughs> uh, Mark Roberts, thanks for thanks for being on the Zoom platform. And Tyler Hubbard's here, owner of I-70 Auto Service, Kansas City, Missouri. Guys, thanks. Thank it you. Gr- it was a great dialogue. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Carm. Thanks, man. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.